Oh, yeah. Just like that. It's Tuesday again. I played this song to hopefully lift somebody's spirits out there. There's somebody out there that's single and need a girl. Sing it. Come on. You been DMing that girl all week. <laughs> and she still hasn't got back to you. Don't give up, my friend. Keep DMing. Keep shooting your shot. Summer is upon us. Welcome back, everybody. I know. I know. You told me I need to calm down. You give me the look. No, I thought you said you said summer is upon oh. us. And, you know, usually people be looking for somebody to settle down with in the wintertime. Not you the got summertime, a good point. but we are getting older, there you so go. they probably on, want a travel companion. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, you need a vacation. Comp- Listen, at the age that we are right now, in our thirties, she's I'm twenty six. Um, but in the age that we are right now, it's good to have a travel companion, somebody you can share experiences with. She just, I'm not even gonna lie. Before we cracked the mics open, <laughs> she was saying. You know, we're going to uh, Vegas and a piece of the Grand Canyon is about three hours away from Vegas. So why don't we go? And I'm I've like, always, right. I, I, it's not a bad I idea. I've been wanting to visit the Grand Canyon, um, but we probably won't get a chance to take a special trip to the Grand Canyon. Why not? Anytime soon. Oh, we can go, you know, like you said, Vegas. Sounds like trip. since we're close, we might as well. Have you guys ever been to the Grand Canyon? If you have, let us know. Did you enjoy it? And what was so special about Specifically, it? Specifically, have you ever flown into Vegas and then, you know, drove to Grand Canyon? Yeah, we need to know because I'm really considering doing that because when you go to Vegas after about three days, how much Vegas can you do, right? I'm going to, I know me, I'm going to be at the sports book doing a little gambling, uh, but I have to pull myself away to make sure my wife is cool, but she's also going to shop. But after all of that, that's why I was like pool party we're gonna do that usher we're gonna do that what's left after that so I guess we can go to the Grand Canyon we we, we will see I'm not gonna promise it but I need y'all's advice but even if we don't go to the Grand Canyon there's still like some places like we can go hiking you know come on now you're talking my language it's just gonna be hot as balls it don't matter listen I don't like hiking when it's cold but back to what we're saying Travel companion. That's a great thing to have. Can your friends be a travel companion? Yeah, your friends can be a travel companion. But if you want a little bit, you know, extra, you want you want a butt rub. <laughs> Come on, man. Talk with you. <laughs> Some of y'all got friends with benefits. You probably need a little more than that. Some of you got friends with benefits. Everybody pay their own way. And then when you get there, you start to play. If you know what I'm saying, you start to get in that rump pumping them cheeky leaks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're into, you know, well, however you like it. But anyways, get you a never travel finished. Companion. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, this is She and I Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, B-Love. <laughs> and like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. Oh, India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is... The best thing to happen on a Tuesday, well, damn it, since Monday. I'm feeling good, and I'm feel, I'm ready to travel. I've been trying to leave. We had a conversation this week, right? We were debating. 
we we debate off the mic too. And I said, hey, you know, I really want to move to LA at this point. Like I, I'm I'm sick of I'm, I'm just sick of it. I really got to go to LA. So you know what your boy started doing? I started sending her houses somewhere we can stay. Some of them that we couldn't stay because we couldn't afford it. Listen, I'm gonna keep it real. I can't afford 2.5 million. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm trying to get there, but right now. It's a little bit out of the price range. She got mad at me. Why are you sending me this? I don't even want to move to LA. So I'm thinking to myself, shit, we had discussed this before we just, you know, decided to have all these damn kids. Because I would have divorced you a long time ago. Had I know you didn't really want to move. I want to move, just not to LA. See what I'm saying? But who makes that decision? Does the person who's going to be working the job make that decision where to move? No, my livelihood matters too. Come on, man. I mean, great. If your job is paying, then yeah, I guess we're going. But we already don't have help here. Why would we move all the way across? At least, our at least if we really want some help, our help is within driving distance. Yeah, you got a good point. You got a good point. So that's what I'm saying. So we talking about moving to California. We need to be making enough money to live comfortably as well as pay for flights so our parents can come and help us if we need them to. We can enlist help once we get there. I talked with Will this weekend. Shout out to my homegirl Camille and her um, husband James. 40th birthday party. Good look. Happy birthday James. Happy birthday James. So we did that and Camille threw a hell of a party. Beautiful event. All black everything. But at the end of the party, we had great adult conversations. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of getting older, man. Because the thing about it, back in the day, if it was just me and my guys, we would have been there talking about loose butt, you know. But now, at the end of the party, husbands came together talking about child care. <laughs> what has the world become? I don't like this feeling. And needless to say, that we found a common denominator that both of our wives, James and Camille, will fire any child care professional within the blink of an eye. So, transparent moment. We are now back to <laughs> recording the podcast when we can. We were on an amazing schedule, which did a lot of great things for me, which did a lot of, I don't know about her, but it freed me up to have a schedule, right? I can post a video up on YouTube the night before and it'll be up. You guys already saw it. Um, I can make all my Instagram videos. They'll be up. You guys can see them. But now, India didn't like our last child care professional simply because of her neglect for Blake. And I would agree, but she just let her go. Didn't even give her a chance to explain. Send her a message. We will no longer be needing your services at this time. We might revisit, but right now we need to take a break. So, you know, when you have a, <laughs> when you have a baby, it's hard to not have baby fever. And you just want to cuddle and snuggle with the baby. But with that, we have a five-year-old who Lit is too. very demanding of our time and attention right now. Um, obviously, we just shook his world up. He's mm-hmm. been an only child for five years, and then we decide to go and throw in another one in a bunch. And so we're still dealing with some issues around that. Um, and his, like I said, his plea for attention. So, you know, the lady came over, nice lady, and she's holding Shiloh. And she's talking to Shiloh. And so she would come over after school. So she would come over from like four to seven, right? It was great. And so three good she would good get, hours. she would come at like four i would go in the kitchen and start like prepping dinner uninterrupted 
she will be with the kids. Bear will be upstairs wrapping up work, setting up for the podcast. And then around five, I will go upstairs. We'd record, you know, it was a nice little setup. Nice. So this day is four o'clock. I'm downstairs throwing dinner together so that, you know, Blake can eat while we're recording the podcast. What were you doing? Throwing dinner together. Throwing dinner together. Anyway. That's what she means. Uh, Throwing dinner together. And I'm noticing Blake is kind of, so for the purpose of confidentiality, we will call this lady uh, Miss Amy. Oh, we were both on the A train. So Blake is, or she, you know, she's holding Shiloh and Blake is trying to talk to Miss Amy. And he's like, Miss Amy, Miss Amy, Miss Amy, Miss Amy. And I'm like, why, why is Miss Amy not answering him? And so, I'm, you know, stern spaghetti in the pot. And I turn around and Miss Amy is holding the baby know. and on her phone. And Blake is still sitting there like, Miss Amy, come play this with me. Miss Amy, come do this with me. It ain't no reason. First of all, the lady was charging us $30 an hour. Okay. Oh, she was hitting me over the head. So we're paying you almost $100 to come and just sit with our kids. While we're in the building. While we're there. The least you could do is entertain him. Yeah. You know, you could be holding a baby, but you could also be reading him a book. You could be playing action figures. You could go outside and take him on the walk. But no, you're just sitting there. And I'm like, we're paying this like too much for this. Andy said, we got to stop. Insta said, we got to stop. <laughs> like, we got to find better help. And we do. Well, so she was supposed to come the next week. And Blake said, I He's don't st- want Miss Amy to come. And Ms. at Lola. that point, I knew that he was affected by her shitty behavior from the week before. So he had to end it. She's letting it out. Anyway, I'll say, I'll just say this. When husbands get together now, we just talk about our wives' critique about child care. Cause come to find out, my homeboy's having the exact same issues with his wife, firing child care professionals. So I feel like that since you guys are so quick to fire, you need to do a better job at hiring. <laughs> because I thought I did a hell of a job. Boy, I thought I was on. So I think you need well, to now I take the reins her, on hiring somebody. And you did her you found somebody when else. we I asked her when we interviewed her, I said, do you feel comfortable being able to take care of two kids, especially two kids that are in such a different age group? Like you have an infant and you have a five-year-old. Are you going to be able to handle them both? I don't feel comfortable handling them both. Me and the five-year-old, good. That baby, we trying to figure each other out. We got the verdict's still out. She acts just like a mama. So we got some figuring out to do. Go keep going. Listen. The baby cries. We look at each other and we smile. <laughs> then Indy gives her to me. The baby cries. I look at her. She looking at me. We both in tears. I'm like, man, Indy, come get this baby, man. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> me and Blake, we hit it off. Fries back. Boop. Knocked her out of the park. There it is. Home run. Me and this damn girl, I don't know what it is. It's because I ain't got no titties. She wants that milk. Blake was the same way. Blake was the same Way. Blake jumped on board. I do with the think dad that Shiloh's a bit fast. more attached to me than uh, yeah. Blake was. Blake got on top of the dad train and we rolled that thing on out. It was quick. Quick. Look at that. Quick with us everywhere. Anyways. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if we're paying you that much for help. Yeah. We need you to actually. I need you help. to do something. Yeah. I just I need, need you to do, you do something. Bit. But she was like, I don't think she was a bad person at all. I just think that, like you said, 
she just got used to cuddling the baby and she was a school teacher. I mean, too. I came up with a theory. She was a school teacher. She worked in an elementary school. I think she, she worked out. in like third or fourth graders. She burnt out. So, yeah. you know, probably talking to them all day. By the time she gets home, she probably didn't want to talk, you know, gets to our house. She probably didn't want to talk to a five year old all day. But that's not what we're paying you for. Mm. So, yeah, uh, we're not back at square one. We do have someone that has been helping us out. Two people. Uh, we probably need to stick some, you know, tuck one more in the chamber. Three but people. But for now, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about who we have. <laughs> we got two great people. We both, we, 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 we love these people tremendously. You know what I mean? So we trust them. And um, yeah, two good people. But we digress. We need to talk about something. I got something on my mind and on my heart, and it's dealing with travel. So let's get right into it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I just like that. I got to bring it up real fast. So two things. One big one that we have to talk about is Chance the Rapper getting twerked on. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. All right, let me ask you then real fast. Would you allow me to go out of town and get twerked on like that? Mm-mm. You would? So the twerk is one thing. Okay. But he was into the twerk. He was in a couple college of ass twerk. slaps in there too. But that's what they do. I feel like when uh, in Rome. Okay, okay. When in Rome. Yeah. So if I go to Carnival. Okay. And I have the same thing on, you know, that's the culture. You're supposed to wear that. I'm 100% fine if with If I that. start twerking. If I see somebody and I want to, oh, I'm not even twerking on somebody. I'm just twerking, right? I'm just shaking my ass. And a man comes behind me and I keep shaking my ass. And it's recorded on camera. What would you do? Well, hopefully. Okay. No, I haven't even got to the point. Let me get to the point. Okay. Hopefully, you have enough wherewithal to know where the cameras are. Because I blame the camera person. The camera person immediately she should have put the camera down. You got to protect your people first off. Secondly, if you are with your friends, I'm gonna have a problem with it. I okay, I know you are. I know you are. I'm gonna have a little problem. We have like, hey man, you it's just- going to be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. So I don't know why all of these people are sitting here acting <laughs> like. They wouldn't be upset. It's no big deal. It's the culture. Yeah, it's the culture, but he's still a married man. And you, if the shoe was on the other foot, and listen, if he does not care <laughs> about his wife behaving in the exact same way, then it's fine. Talk to him. It's okay. fine. Okay. But if not, he was dead as wrong. If not, he was dead wrong. The thing that we don't know yet is, was his wife actually the one recording because he was there with his family. No. First of all, that was, that was, with his family, that family was, members. That was a professional looking video and it was the angles. It was hey bro, like the they iPhone was, 14, the bad They was bringing the camera up and down, zooming in on the ass with the hand on the ass. Like, come on now. His wife ain't doing all that. How do we know that? It's called no. she may have been twisted. She may have been on everything. No. I have a theory though. Even though it was bad. Was it that egregious though? Like, was it like, oh, I'm about to divorce him? So you're gonna divorce me for getting twerked on like that? No, I mean, I don't think it's divorce worthy. But also, okay. you you finna sit up here and embarrass me like I this? I knew it was you gonna embarrassment. It's, really, <laughs> it's the social media stain. It's just the embarrassment of the whole thing. Because I'm telling you, if it wasn't on camera and if same situation, no cameras around, his wife would have probably walked past and saw that happening. She may have, you would you get mad? I would have pushed her. You would have pushed the girl? Yeah. Are you violent? Yeah, I would have pushed her. Damn. I mean, there's literally not a doubt in my mind. I would have pushed her. 
And this is exactly why we cannot go to any exotic dancer club in life ever. I'm not going with her, man, because she's going to say it's cool. But the entire time, I'm going to feel uncomfortable because I know she's not going to be with <laughs> I know her. Depends on how much you enjoyed it. Like I said, you enjoyed. He was enjoying it a little too much for me. Nah, he I would have came out and stuck my hand right here. <laughs> Move, bitch. <laughs> See what I'm saying? My boy did that college lean. You know, back in college, you know, the girl came and twerked, and you let your body go, and your homeboys held you up. He had that type of thing going on. Yeah, and then he had them thin shorts. She could probably feel a little poke back there. Come on now. <laughs> It's inappropriate. Next made a whole song about that. Feel a little poke coming through. Yeah. I don't want you twerking on me and I got all this yeah. cotton between us. Hard, hard, hard or not. Hard <laughs> or not. She probably still felt a little, a little bump bump back there. I want you to feel that. I want exactly. you to know what's going He's a on. a married man. What are we, we talking about? He just want her to know what's oh, going on. Maybe he's not married no more. We don't know. I don't know. They I said, haven't seen anything about Chance the Rapper in like a very long time. So I don't know what they may get going on. If you made a whole album about your wife, you're still married. I don't care what you say. you married to her. But I think if they have that type of relationship and she knows that everything is cool, then it's all right. Everybody also, else shouldn't be in their business. And I'm going to say this. I have to once again blame it on the camera person. If you know... My man is married, going through a divorce, separate, whatever the case. If you know you got a situation, bro, you got to put your camera down. And I also just kind of feel like men just get way more slack than women do. Because Whoa, a couple weeks ago, let you do that. we were just on this podcast talking about Sierra and a, and a dress that she wore and her being naked. And okay. she went through no ass. She's just walking the red carpet to a party that she was in theme with. Okay. And it's all this this hoopla, like the comments on all of our videos where we talked about this yeah. is going crazy. The men are in an uproar. Thank y'all. They are raging. Facebook was Couldn't lit be about my that. wife. <laughs> and then you got Chance the Rapper, and he's married, and he's getting twerked on, and pelvis thrusting on the ass here. Come and on. And that's the culture. Ooh. That's what you're supposed to do there. Technically, that's what Sierra was supposed to do at the party. So... I don't want to hear it. Y'all are ridiculous. It, it goes back to y'all selective ass outrage. Come on, Chris Rock. I don't want to hear that shit. But it goes <laughs> back to culture versus theme. This is the culture over here. Like, I'm cultured out. Like, I'm with the carnival people. Everybody, when you know, you know, your wife knows where you're going. So she knows what you're going to see. We've all seen the video. Big Pimpin'. Is a Negro spiritual. We know how they were giving it up. Where y'all think they were at? Carnival. So we already know this. Then going into it, I think you should already have in your mind no. what could possibly happen. No, we've seen, so we've been in club situations and we've been with men in relationships where a girl will try to come up and dance on the guy. I think that's happened to you before. And what do you do? You politely walk back or you politely turn the other way. I and run. you do the, exactly. Shit. So. <laughs> I don't want hey, to hear it. I'm out. Good. I don't hey, want to hear it. Or it's, like, or it's like, say for instance, I'm in a club and I'm dancing, I'm doing my thing, and a random guy doesn't realize that I'm married. Some people just don't care. And he tries to come up behind me. I'm going to immediately stop dancing and be like, whoa, back it up, back it up. And see, I think I have a problem with that too. Oh, boy, we getting somewhere. Because you dancing like that, and you dancing like, oh, looking back at it, you don't really want to dance with your home, girls. You want girls me to come dance with girls all the time. That That's true. So come on now. <laughs> but as a guy, like, and, and this is coming from a married person. As a guy, 
if I see a beautiful lady dancing like that, and she might be dancing with a girl, she might be single, I'm going to be tempted to get behind it if I was single. I'm going to be tempted to be like, I don't know what you got going on. All I see is some booty and you look good. I'm going to try to scoop you. Hit you with a chance to rap her. Let you feel a little poke coming through. You're not doing it as a married person, though. That's exactly. going back to the fact that he's supposedly a married man. That's what we're going Why back you got to keep saying supposedly? Because we don't know they could have broke up. They could have. 2020 took a lot of niggas out. <laughs> When did the album come out? <laughs> they should call the they should call twenty twenty the year of the get, the great divorce. I know so many couples that that ended their relationships in between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Like that, maybe they didn't make it out the fire. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We almost did. <laughs> Shit, boy, the Phoenix. We were out of here. I'm talking. About I was so gone. Oh my, you. You made a good comparison a minute ago. Sierra in her situation, and then Chance the Rapper in this situation. Two, both of those things have something in common. Um, what they have is they highlight their spouses on a higher level. So when things come out like this, they get scrutinized on a higher level. It's all the dirt bags out there. They couldn't wait. Oh, the album. He wrote that album about his wife. I knew he was dirty. I knew he was doing bad. Sierra, same thing. Oh, she supposed to love her husband. Why she wearing it? I knew she didn't really love him. She wants some attention. Two of the same things are happening right now that we can discuss. Yeah. So it's not too far fetched from one another. So while you say it's selective outrage, it's the same. It's not selective. The people who are on Chance's head are on his head because he made that album about his wife. The people who are on Sierra are for two reasons. They don't look like her, first of all, because God bless. And the second reason is because that she openly loves her husband and he openly loves her too. But people she, hate on this people, shit all the time. People have also, like, Sierra been getting a lot of heat for a lot of stuff. Like that song she got out right now. You like it? <laughs> you like it? We got it. <laughs> okay, hey, I don't, I don't think it's just like that great of a song. Okay. Um, furthermore, like, I understand that Sierra has been in the places that the single women are at right now. Like, I understand that. Um, however, I just think she's missing her demographic right now. Like, she's making music that's catering to the young 20s. I gotta get and you. I gotta get you. It's like, it just doesn't fit her very real life. Like, people aspire to have a relationship yeah like the one she portrays to have it's yeah. like <laughs> make music for that <laughs> i gotta get you though i gotta get I you don't, i don't i just i i would um i can't talk yeah you know i'm a huge sierra fan i know you so can't have a hard time saying anything negative about sierra <laughs> so i'm about to protect you real fast let me get you out of here you said you want sierra to make more age-appropriate music about loving her husband and all that right that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, or just, I mean, her music still sounds like the music that she, she it did. It does. She got a little promise ring in there. Still. Yeah. <laughs> promise ring ish. I, I promise, promise ring. See? I love this song. I'm going to play the, the next episode of the podcast. I love this song. <laughs> well, I've got a song up. But you also did not like the fact that Mary J. Blige made a song called Hello Gorgeous. You don't like this song. I don't like this song. But that's your age demographic now. Good morning, Good morning, Gorgeous. Good. And I love no, I don't man. like this song. I love MJB. MJB technically not my age demographic. Yes, it is. Like she don't want to claim it. 
Nah, and your ass too. Mary fan. It's your like, ass. I, I nah, can sing a Mary man. album front to back, but that song. Share my. This you. I Go ahead and like get into song. it. Tab the Brown like it, and it's you. You wear them Tab the Brown outfits from Target. I do because I like them. It, it, Mary J. Blige, Tabitha Brown, Shea Butter, um, drinking hot tea in the morning are all <laughs> you right now. Like, <laughs> take this shit and accept it. That's who you are, and then you, and you embrace it. Like you, you you do things. You put like cooking utensils in your hair and all this. Stuff. That's you. What now. you mean cooking utensils? You know, in like my hair? we talked about it. Like you make paprika and you put all this shit in your hair too. I don't even know what you're talking about because anyway, it's simply not true. You just pull this stuff at your butt right now. You don't use don't canola, you don't use uh, uh, vegetable oil for your hair. No, like extra virgin olive oil. I'm mean to say, Indy. I don't. I use coconut oil. Same on my man. skin. All this stuff you use to preserve your age and your beauty, I appreciate <laughs> it. But all that also falls in a certain category <laughs> as adult. I like adult contemporary rap music. I'm, I can't listen to this parade in my city yet. I tried and I almost <laughs> threw my phone out of the car window one day. I don't want to know about a parade being inside my city. I will listen to that Swiss beats and that Nas. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's, I hate to say oh, it. You want to go to uh, Erica and Nas or uh, they come to Nashville? Who? Erica Badu and Nas. Oh, yeah, we can do that. I don't, yeah, we can do that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the biggest Nas. I like Nas. I think it's not like July Love Nas as a person. I'm not a huge fan of um, but you're trying to kick knowledge now. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not anyway. We can move on. He, now, he likes, not, it's not gonna be no music podcast. He likes, uh Fear don't like conscious rap. That's what it is. I do like conscious no, rap. No, you don't. You crazy. I'm not he I'm would, if to, it was if it was T.I. I'm there. <laughs> Legends of the street. If, even if it was I was Jesus, raised off that. Though, even if different. it was uh the Webby, I'm, I'm there. I'm from the Webby and Boosie era. We talked about this on the podcast. I grew up on these people. Now I am reformed. Now my my palate has changed over the years. So I like adult contemporary rap music now. There's nothing wrong with that. Say it out loud. Who's an adult contemporary artist? Kendrick. No, all of my adult contemporary. We got old Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, Pusha T. I hate to say that. J Cole. Out loud. Cole. Yeah, I think, but you know, I look Drake number one. It's not adult contemporary, but this still. Anyway, now we didn't. So, what's the conclusion about this chance thing? We didn't even conclude about it. Are we still gonna be together I mean, even after the video? After the video, I comes mean, I out? don't think it's divorce worthy. Okay. but we. I'm gonna be mad for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> but it's all about the embarrassment. I'll be feeling really, away for sure. It's really all it's about. Because I mean, so good example of, of the good example of that video. Is okay. Have your fun and just don't record it. So, like lately, I haven't, I haven't been recording hardly anything when I go out. Like here recently, because I just want to have fun. I don't want to be on my phone the whole night. Um, A good example of this is the Hulu documentary that they're about to put out. Freaknik. Freaknik. Yeah, I was getting there. And while I'm gonna watch it, because I want to, I want to know. I think that them people should be able to live comfortably without worrying about whether or not they coochie gonna be on this documentary because it was a bunch of it was a bunch of Kit Kats being shown being freaking okay but they should be able to live in peace and now that now they digging up old dirt is about to come back and haunt them 
we don't know what's what the, what's gonna be in that documentary but they was all having a fun in the 90s and they thought it was gonna stay in the 90s hot take those people don't look the same as they did back then oh absolutely not <laughs> how many people have we gone back home and we know this person used to be the bees knees back in the day back in high school the thick girl <laughs> hey yo that thick girl didn't keep working out. She well, she never worked out. She kept eating. So now she's a little heavy. So some of these girls is on their freaknik dock with the thick girls back in high school in the 1900s. Now, hmm, that thickness moved to different places. So they're not going to look the same. So they can um, still keep their um, identity safe and they'll be okay. I feel like they so will be okay. Mike. Tell my mic, cause it's, your auntie. So fine. like for in, your yeah, auntie, yeah, auntie, auntie, yeah, absolutely. And then I'm just in here thinking, like, my mama has pictures with like her sister and I think her cousin. And my mama used to, they used to drive up yeah, here and go to uh, yeah. TSU's homecoming. So if I saw like a picture or a video of my mom, yeah, I would know back in the day at TSU's homecoming, I would absolutely know that that was my mom. Your mom might be in another. And my mom is actually probably smaller now than what she was back then, cause my, my mom was thick. So your mama eats carrots. <laughs> just, just she pick them up and eat them. Mama likes to take care of her body. You know what I'm saying? So it's, this is different. But your mom is the anomaly that my we're talking aunt, my about. My aunt, it's I would absolutely thing. know that that was her. Yeah, but it's an anomaly as well. Like it's not. The majority of the people are gonna be safe on this document documentary. Those same people that take care of themselves right now, they didn't give a damn about what they were eating in. They're not gonna be able to tell who these people are. They're gonna be safe, but their family will but know. But I'm gonna watch. Their family will know. Their family and friends will know. Who cares about your family and friends? As long as I can get fired from my job, I'm cool. I don't give a damn about that shit. I was uh, listening friends, to uh, who was uh, I think Sky was saying something about it okay. recently. She was like, you know, it's gonna be some some first ladies in that documentary for sure. Some reformed freaks <laughs> for sure. But once again. They can carry their Bible. They can probably twerk and have their Bible in the car. So once they got done twerking, they read Ephesians or something like that. I Deuteronomy. Think that nothing is bad as it seems unless there's a video. I'm not saying like this is how I that's, live my life or anything like that. That's the key. But the video, the, 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 the actual action is bad. But the fact that there is always a video. We always got to be on camera. The camera person is always the snitch. It's always the camera. You can't tell on yourself. Shout out to Big Phil. The camera person is always the person who's doing the snitch. The guy you see to, always um, on his phone, he's going to be the one that's dry snitching. He ain't doing it on purpose. He just can't keep the moment in his head. He got to put it out. I'm always a sober one in the group, as y'all know already, my friends. Do you know the footage I could have captured of my friends acting <laughs> ass back in the day? But I didn't. I'm a respectful guy. We all had a clause, man. We could, we gonna go out here and do something together. Then we don't need to just put it up there. We know what we did. So there's uh, back in the day in Memphis, like when they were having the Sean Gun parties, and like it was just like a lot of parties that I, we went to growing up. Uh, there was a guy who I think he had he used to take all the pictures at the parties. Yeah, and he had, I guess he had gotten access to an account that had all these old pictures and so he started uploading all we these old action. albums from these parties and this guy tagged me in one of the photos yes man and what i wasn't even doing? doing that but the photo was just a horrible photo and i was yeah, just okay. like oh attack okay. don't see tag me in this see what i'm saying <laughs> see what this. i'm saying 
So anybody can get it, right? So that's what See, I mean. That's gonna be good valuable lesson for you to pass on to your kids when they get ready to go to college and they start going down in parties. Be like, listen, don't let them people photograph and film you. Or you know what you should say, <laughs> don't leave your drink around and watch out when the cameras are around because you. <laughs> You be fresh as hell when the feds watching, but you gotta watch out because the cameras are always rolling. Believe that. We told this story. We'll tell it again. I was having a simple breakfast one morning at IHOP with Envy. Minding my business like I'm doing. We first started talking. We wasn't really official, but we were talking. And all of a sudden, my ex-girlfriend texts me. Where you at? I said, why? Are you at IHOP? I said, how? She said, are you with India? I said, who? Come to find out, she sent me a picture of us, me and India, at our house. Together. It was me. And this was back in 2010. It was pixelated, but it was for show me. The cameras are always rolling. Chance the Rapper, brother, I pray for you, man. But now we got to talk about something else. We gotta talk I about can't believe this. you just used to sit up and tell a lie like that. What you mean? That day we was at IHOP, we, we had been together for a long time. Oh, my bad. Not I dating. Ain't, I ain't know. Not dating. I'm saying like that weekend, we had spent like the entire weekend together. Oh, yeah. we was, <laughs> You know your boy. I the was, entire week. Like Friday, he got off work. I got out of school. Listen, I went to his house. Didn't leave a Sunday. <laughs> she was having the time of her life. <laughs> she thought she was staying in a resort when she was with me. Got anything she wanted. Ooh. I did. We was, we went shopping. We just had a good time. We all took you shopping? We went to the mall. Every time we went to the mall, you used to pull out your wallet. You stay robbing me. Now look at me. <laughs> Crazy. I can't even believe this. Now, real fast, got to talk about, since we're talking about vacations and getting ready to go, did you see the video where the guy went crazy about the baby crying on the flight? Mm-mm. You didn't see that? Uh-uh. Insert clip. I want to pause it so you can watch it and come back and talk about it. So, Indy's just seen the clip. Fresh off. I stopped mid-pod so she can watch it. How you feel that about that? That is insane. This that is real insane. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen it, it was a man, an adult man. Looks like he's in his um, late 40s, maybe early 50s on the Southwest flight to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, lost his mind because a baby was on the flight crying. He the, he lost it so much that the pilot had to land the flight in Orlando and everybody had to get off the flight because he lost his shit. How you feel? I just couldn't imagine. How you feel? Like, for one, I pray that he does not have children. He, you know, he don't. And he's older, so if he did have children, he would probably have grown children, and yeah. those kids are probably traumatized yeah. by him. I just, I, I'm so speechless. <laughs> like the kicker is, my man was yelling to the top of his lungs and got the flight. Like they had to land early, bro. You messed up everybody's timing. You messed up everybody's good time. Like, you messed up the vibes. The baby was crying. Listen, I understand. Nobody wants to be on the plane with a crying baby. But what we don't understand is this, how difficult it is for the parents who are on the flight with that said baby. They feel the same level of embarrassment and anxiety trying to make the baby stop crying as you do because you're inconvenienced because the baby is crying. 
Like this so, not trying to make the baby not go ahead and cry. We know that there are people who 100% believe that children should not be on airplanes. Oh, right? for sure. I know that. Um, however, parents can't stop living their life Hell no. to please people who don't have kids. Mm-hmm. And traveling with kids is stressful for everybody mm-hmm. all around. Like I always tell people, so, you know, before COVID, we used to travel a lot with Blake. Like yep. Blake has been to Jamaica. He's been to London. He's been to multiple states within the United States. Like Blake has traveled to quite a few places. And we always tell people it's not going out of town with the kid that's hard. It's the traveling part to the kid that's hard with the kid that's hard. For sure. So like once you get everything packed and you make it through, you make it to the airport, you that's make easy. security and you get on the plane, like the moment you step off the plane, once you've gotten to your destination, the hard part is over. That's it. You've done that. Traveling is the worst part. Or, you know, Navigating when it comes to uh, airports, coming with yeah. you know bringing your kids along with you and so I just wish that more people would be helpful there you go when it comes to traveling with kids there you go like, be don't more scream. understanding have compassion and I mean some parents will you know I've seen parents do like little notes and put together like little goodie bags for the passengers on the plane like I've seen that before or they'll you know send out like a little note saying I'm sorry it's baby's first time flying yeah um but you just never know what's going on with the baby. Their baby, like the their baby's ears could have been on fire. <laughs> Somebody said, but they were like, "Well, it's not my fault. The baby ears is on fire. I didn't pay for an extra baby ear seat. The baby should have just been quiet." I'm like, people, people in comments are the most irrational people I've ever seen. Like the lady kept saying, "Let's be rational. You are an adult man. Why are you screaming like this? It's okay to show frustration." He could have been like, "Man, I wish this baby would shut the hell up." Like, yeah. You know, you could have did all the breathing hard. That's cool. Do all that. But you're not going to be screaming to the top of your lungs, inconveniencing everybody on the plane because now you're upset because you can't take a... Bro, they landed in Orlando. They were going to Fort Lauderdale. Do you know how close they were to their destination before he decided to pitch a fit? Because he's in there acting a fool over a baby. And that's the thing. Like, he he had no control... Over his own emotions. And those are the people that I like to stay away from, right? Yeah, for sure. Those are the people who absolutely, like, they terrify me. Because you never know when they're going to lose it. You don't know what these kinds of people are capable of. What if he had not been at the airport? Oh, yeah. What if he would have been in a public place that didn't require security to walk through? My thing is this. Was he brave enough or was he about to get up out of this seat and go tell the baby, the baby's parents, make that baby shut up? Now, that would have been a whole different ball game. I can't imagine being on a flight. My baby is crying. A guy like that walks up to me, tell that baby to shut up. We're going to have to land the flight for other reasons because we going to turn that mother out. We really are. So people like they have to be um, cognizant of their surroundings because, man, you got to give got to give kids some grace. But and I answer. think everybody who has traveled has been on a flight with some irritating kids. We all like, have. Me and Bear one day, like we was on a flight without Blake. It was just me and Bear, and this kid kept kicking my seat. It's different though because I'm gonna turn around and tell the kid directly. 
I mean, stop. Well, no, I, I had to talk to the parents. Then I'm going to talk to the parents. Yeah. Can, can you please have him stop kicking my seat? Like, we've been on the flight with some irritating kids, but it is not reason enough for me to come out of my skin yeah. and lose my mind on this airplane. I saw people trying to uh, correlate the two, right? They were trying to make the comparison between if I'm on the flight and the baby is kicking the back of my seat, I'm going to tell the parent, get your kid, tell your kid to stop kicking my seat. If a baby is crying on the plane, I'm going to tell a parent, get your kid, make your kid stop crying. You don't think the parent is not trying to make the baby not cry? You think the kid, the parent just sitting there like, they go ahead and cry. No, they're trying everything that they can. They're doing everything that they had, giving it all they have. There are two different things. I can tell my son to stop kicking. I can smack his legs, I can hold his legs down. I can't just put my hand over my kid's mouth to make the baby stop crying. What are y'all doing? Yeah, and even even if we're talking like outside of babies, like Blake has big feelings. Yesterday, we had to <laughs> run an errand and he didn't want me to cook dinner. <sighs> um, and granted, it was late. Last, uh, yesterday, we had a very lazy day. We had a lazy family day. We laid on the couch, watched TV, took naps. like, And so we had this errand that had to be done. And... um. We hugged a lot. Shut up. Blake wanted McDonald's. I don't buy Blake McDonald's. The only reason why Blake knows what McDonald's tastes like is because of Barry's mom. That's the only reason why Blake knows what McDonald's oh, tastes like. Oh, whoa. You're not going to blame it all on my mom. And Jabria got a little bit to do with that, too. Blake's people, various people in Mississippi. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Hold up. So, I'm sorry, Blake, Jabria no, he, he, had, he had had, no, he had had McDonald's before Jabria. But when they go, when they get together, it's a McDonald's party. Like they came. Well, Blake didn't even eat McDonald's that day. He had Wendy's. She had Wendy's. She said she switched up her passion. <sighs> Anyways, so we're leaving this place. We're wrapping up our air, and Blake decides he wants McDonald's. I said, no, Blake, we're not eating McDonald's. Um, and let's see. For about ten minutes straight, Blake screamed and cried. Over and over. You're hurting my feelings. How am I hurting your feelings, babe? Because you won't give me McDonald's. I mean, for 10 minutes straight. I ignored him. I'm the king of ignoring babies. The only reason he stopped (laughs) crying is because I took his Nintendo Switch. And that did the trick. I did. So, like I said, we're all trying to navigate this shit, man. (laughs) So... I understand that people feel like it's so convenient or inconvenient, you know, and when they're with a kid and it's completely messing up their time, their very short time listening to this baby cry, but the parents don't want to hear either. Also, you can't expect people with children to stay in their houses because it's inconvenient for you to be around kids. Like, so I want to pose a question. What did what do people without kids expect to happen when we travel? If the kid cries, what do you suggest that we do? What are some tips that we can give? Like, what do we do? Well, I just, keep I just think it's crying? important to understand that a lot of times, because people are probably like, if your kids act like that, why are you traveling with them? But you have to understand the airport. In the plane is usually the worst part of the travel. You just don't Once know. Once you get to the destination, you're fine. Everything is gravy. You're at good point. to go. Everybody's having a good time. You might have a couple meltdowns here and there, but it's yeah. not enough for you to not travel with your kids. 
We got a cheat code too. I will say this: the breastfeeding thing on flights, amazing. Uh, man, if Blake even gave a whimper and he pulled that, pulled that thing on out, <laughs> pop it in his mouth, easy. So breastfeeding on planes, I say go with that. That's a good option. I saw somebody say give the kid melatonin. If that's what you like to do, cool. Like nothing wrong with giving your baby melatonin. But some people might say that, man, I'm not drugging my kids for yeah. your convenience. I'm not going to give my kid melatonin just so you can feel safe or you can feel like, ah, oh, relax on the plane. No, I don't know what my kid is going to do. I might not want to give my kids those type of vitamins right now. The only thing I can say is when you go on the plane, like you said, try to <laughs> make some allies good. around If you're going to you. tell people to give their kids melatonin, I think the better thing would be for you to take the melatonin. Exactly. You take your ass to go to sleep. Ambient, right? <laughs> you take something that's going to put you a bit of drill. They got all type of stuff for it. Inedible. Notes. <laughs> do what you need to do. That's a little CBD. Not me right on out sometimes. <laughs> Well, we had that CBD chocolate. I took this. I used to take it probably about two, three months ago. You bought it from the uh, turnip truck. Oh, that was last year. Last year, okay. I wasn't pregnant. I used to eat one little square right before bed. Slept like a dream, and I don't even have problems sleeping with that little CBD square. Now, sometimes when I woke up the next morning, it gave me a little headache because I was sleeping too damn hard. However, take that on the plane. And you will be okay. There's no reason for an adult man in his 40s to 50s to be screaming like a little bitch. If I was a dad, I would have to fight him when he got to I think it's important to like, offer help when you can. Usually, like our hands are full. Like Step aside if you see people coming with kids. If they're trying to get something overhead, be like, hey, you need some help? Let me get that up there for you. Like Just be helpful. I always do that. I'm like over-helpful on the plane. If I see a lady, woman, kid... I'm gonna to try to help that. If I see them, if I see an old man, I try to help him put his bags up on um top of the overhead bin. So yeah, be be. I think be I just think this world person. needs more compassion <laughs> in general. Just be a person, man. Just relax. <laughs> then did you see the other story about mm-hmm. the plane? The Toronto Blue Jays pitcher was on a plane, and he, I'm sorry, his wife was on the plane, and they were giving their kids like rice or something like that. The kid made a mess, of course, because it's the rice. rice do you know that they made the lady who was pregnant clean it up the flight attendant <laughs> now I feel a little indifferent about this and well cause I'm not I'm Blake ain't getting no rice on the airplane there you go I, I have a hard there time getting Blake you. rice in the house cause I know it's gonna be a mess it's gonna be a mess so you gotta have like the same thing goes with people with kids we gotta have some kind of etiquette when we get on the plane there needs to be etiquette across the board for people and people people with kids people without kids don't give your kids rice, man. Puffs, cool. Large items, cool. Things that they won't choke on, cool. But rice, the mess that rice is going to make it. We'll, we'll have rice today, and we'll be cleaning up rice to next Monday that we had today. It's crazy. So she shouldn't have done it. No. Even though she was pregnant, they made her clean it up. I don't agree with that. They could have gave her some grace. I'm like, are right, you pregnant? But I'm going to tell you. Don't let this happen again from a flight attendant to a person. Help us out. You got to know your kids, too. Like, you you got to know your kids. And you got to know that this is probably not a good idea. Problematic. And I can't expect you to want to clean up this mess that my kid has made. And I feel like when I go places with with Blake and the kids, I feel like I'm going to overdo it. Mm -hmm. And that's really with anything, even without kids. I'm the person, when we go sleep in a hotel... 
make sure that there is no trash out. Like when we're getting ready to check yeah. out of the hotel, I make sure all the trash is in a bin. Same. I'm not leaving trash on the countertop. I'm making sure that I have taken all of our dirty towels and I put them in a pile in the bathroom floor so that they don't have to go looking through the room for dirty towels. Like I make sure that I make the person who has to clean up after us, their life as easy as possible. Ooh, quick Y'all got to stop taking these people for granted and just be good people. That's a fact. That's a fact. Should we tip after we leave? Um, I'm all about tipping nowadays, right? Should we leave tip? Should we leave a tip after we um, leave a hotel, like for the housekeeper? Now, some people do that. Get a little envelope, put a little 20, put a little steady. Some people do do that. I thought about doing that. Yeah. It, it depends on how long I'm staying. If I'm staying for a night, God bless you. Good night. But if I'm staying for like multiple days, I well, don't so think I it's a bad this, idea. I guess it's, it's changed because, you know, I mean, we haven't even had this happen. Like, you know, you... um On a cruise, I know you're supposed to. They on a cruise, yeah. They're going to take it from you. It ain't, it's not even a question. Well, no. That. You know, you go to the hotel and then they bring your luggage up to the room. The person oh, the bell is person. Bring, the I bell always person. tip them. I always tip them for right. sure. Right. So I guess... If you tipping them, you could you might as well tip to clean the sand. I think you I think you're supposed to. I'm not even like help us out. I don't really know the vibes. I think you are supposed to. But as far as the kids goes, man, have more compassion for everybody. Everybody let's just all get along. But I gotta do my thing. Here we go. Now unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week stems from last week's discussion about communication now i love talking to my friends because i talked to one of them not even three four hours ago and um she was telling me that the guy that she's been dating has now stopped talking to her because who knows he just felt like it was the proper thing to do and then i thought about it i'm like man uh good communication also comes with maturity <laughs> so my relationship is be more mature <laughs> you have to communicate your feelings i know i said last week Sometimes it might be difficult to communicate what you're going through. And I stand by that. I stand by that wholeheartedly because of the role reversal the woman would put on you. However, what? we can't just go ghost <laughs> and not say anything. At least acknowledge my message. Say, give me some time or I'll get back with you. Do not let a message lay dormant. And just sit there in purgatory while you in your feelings. Just let me know, man. Hey. I got your message. I'm going to get back to you right now. I've been a little busy to set in the third. There is no reason for us to be the age that we are not knowing how to properly communicate with one another. So it comes with a sign to me of immaturity. When you start or when you stop cold turkey communicating, ghosting or anything, this is because you're immature. And if that person is immature, this is only a sign for things to come. And it's not going to get better probably if they keep doing this. This is like I don't know now at this point, not a one-time occurrence. Yeah. This is who they are. Like, yeah. you got to take them. They're showing you up front. My communication skills suck. Yeah. And then when we get around each other, everything is all peaches and cream, 112. But when we are apart, you can't even send me a, a damn good morning or I see you or good I get morning, back with you. Good morning, gorgeous. It's outside, Mary J. <laughs> send it to me. Let me know. <laughs> Back when I was dating women, I used to always hit them with the good morning, beautiful text. And I think as we as guys, we have to go back to that, man. We need to listen to more R and B. None of that parading in my city. I was making her listen. 
tired of this shit, man. Make me mad when I heard this song. I was listening to some silk this the, weekend. It's the conversation that we went back to months ago when we said that men are not making music. Like, they're not making love songs. They're not making woo-me music. But the music is out there to be found. You just got to go find it, man. Let's get you some silk. Get you some H sound. Listen to what they were saying. Like it's slow, pumping fast. That ain't gonna go. Listen to what these brothers were telling you, fellas. We have to understand that we are trying to impress the lady, not the other way around. I feel like now men think they the prize. The majority of the time. You like, know, y'all don't know how to court anymore. That's a fact. I know you the prize. But now that I got you, boy, you are an expensive prize, but you are the prize. Damn. <laughs> How much more can I put out? <laughs> Help me. But he needs to say, man, if you got somebody and they're showing signs of immaturity, you got to make a decision. What you going to do? <laughs> you going to barbecue me? Because if you stay, you already know what you setting yourself up for. This person might not get better if you decide to stay. If you decide to leave, you have to be steadfast in your decision and just deal. Don't even be thinking about, man, like, Waiting for him to text you back. Don't worry about it. It's his loss. Oops. Uh, her loss. 21. When you do something for me. Tell him like Music Soul Child said, if you leave, you'll do best without me. Is he said for real? I think so. You know what I'm about to say. If you, don't, if you don't want me, the gospel. If you don't want me, then I think that's music don't talk soul to child. me. It was Music Soul Child. I don't know if that was a lyric or not, though. That was for sure I music. Think so. Fantasia got the all time best. This song is really my top, my top three, four, five songs of all time. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. I'm not your superwoman by Karen. Man, listen, I love me some women music, like to make you feel good. The woman's voice is the sexiest instrument of all time. Believe me when I say that. I'm trying to stall for her to put the damn music soul child lyric. Yeah, it's called if you leave. Marriage, you, you, you need to listen. Yeah, to if you leave. You'll do best without me. I'll let it go, girl. It's over. But before we say goodbye, let's give it a try. See Don't get this man See, Exactly. Try. Give it Be a done. try. That's what I'm saying. Be done. You, once, you, once you give it a try, it's time to leave. You got your WWID? Mm-mm. Because I didn't... Don't you <sighs> gotta meet it? <laughs> Listen, man, tell the, tell the people where they can find you. I'm cool on that. Tell the people where they can find you. I'm potting, damn it. And then that Marie on Instagram. Oh, I'm gonna be teaching. I, this week, I'm gonna uh, drop my first pop up Pilates class. Y'all said that in the beginning of the episode. A lot of people might not make it this far. It's fifty something. Oh, well, sorry. In. We'll try it again next week. But I'm teaching a pop up Pilates class. So, <laughs> Teach you how to pop in like a week or two. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout. Listen, man. <laughs> Go to YouTube. I need to do the better, better job of saying it in the beginning of the episode. Go to YouTube, man. I got help. I got help. I haven't been doing a good job of communicating with the person who's helping me. <laughs> Jennifer, I love you. you. You helped me. I'm sending you some stuff today. But in the meantime, in between time, you can find us at BLove1911, She and Our Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Tell a friend to tell a friend and tune the hell on in. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,